Breathing in deeply and breathing out slowly. Welcome to the Mindfulness Podcast. Uh, Pat is here with me as well. Hi, Pat. Hello, Lily. Hello, everyone. So today we talk about something that I really, um, uh, you know, maybe that's that's actually a good way to start a new wave of episodes on the benefits of mindfulness. So stay with us because actually we we will start with that. But before I want to ask Pat, do you have any news or something you want to share? Um, yeah, this month is all about mental health awareness. So just continuing with that message, join the events, download the kits. Oh yes, um, mental health awareness. I guess one one thing that's new that I'm doing now is I have like a 30 minute silent sit that I do every day. Mm-hmm. So I'm broadcasting that now at Kindrel. And it's really nice. There's a, there's like 20 people joining, just sitting in silence. And then we, you know, we start, <laughs> we start and stop in silence. So it's quite nice just to be in a group. So if you're interested in sitting in silence with me and others, just uh, find us on our. So it's like ha- hashtag silence together. Yeah. Right. yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Nice. Very nice. Okay. I, I don't have any news to share in my case. The All the you know, experiences are continuing. Uh, people are mindfully enjoying um, and uh, learning. And it's very important that, you know, any, any mindfulness practice and workshop is an additional possibility for, you know, getting to a new routine, to bring it into your days. And... Um, so I'm very happy that many people are coming, particularly for this. So I know mindfulness, I know a lot of it, but I never managed to bring there. Right? So we are helping each other a lot in, in the communities. So, you know, meeting with, also with the silent practice together is not a bad idea. Um, good idea, Pat, because it's, uh, you know, even if apparently somebody can from outside can say, and what? Like, can it just be silent on your own and without join, just block your calendar and beat? But it makes sense to be supporting, supporting together, right? It's, it's important in resilience and it's also important in practices and habit and mindfulness. Cool, cool, cool. But let's start with the topic of today. Uh, we start a new wave of our podcast with this episode focused only and because I, we, we thought like, you know, mindfulness, we have practices and experiences, but... Uh, you know, if you narrow it down, we all think about the benefits. Why we should do something is because we get something out of it, some benefits, right? So every episode, we will try to just summarize what are for us and also for our guests, the benefits on mindfulness, right? And what the practice brings you and what you can, how your life can be different if you start practicing it. And today, uh, we have a special guest with us that I will let Pat introduce. Thank you, Lele. Welcome, Alicia. Super happy to, to have you here. And from our conversation, you know, right before we started recording, we've uh, we've been connected, us three, for for quite some time. And maybe just a quick introduction, you know, what you're doing, who you are, and we'll go from there. Sure. So, how, hello. Uh, my name is Alicia Zalewska-Homa, and I'm working in Kindrel in Corporate Social Responsibility Department. But for many, many years, I was also leading and still am EcoStream Network. So mm-hmm. this is a group of employees who are 
doing things about environment, like lectures, but also volunteering. And that's how I know you both, that we were cooperating together with mindfulness, because I believe that it's super close, those two topics together. Mm. And we, we had like a lot of sessions on mindfulness and environment. So that's why I'm here with you today. Nice. Welcome, Alicia. Thanks for being here. And I think, you know, your legacy is also continuing in IBM with, uh, uh, you know, very similar um, opportunities to share with all, all the IBMers uh, the importance for being a co, let's say, or for being more, you know, client friendly or not client, planet friendly uh, and to be, you know, more sustainable eventually. Um, but let's bring... You know, talking about the planet, talking about sustainability, talking about the respect for the place where we live, um, I think it's important to, to you know, bring here the mindfulness benefit into it, right? So uh, we usually talk about, uh, when you mention about mindfulness, when we came to share about it, we share, you know, mindfulness helps you to become more sustainable. Right, and also we had uh, an episode with Raymond, like a couple of episodes ago, mm -hmm. where we talk about how your awareness of how you live, how you do, what what you do in your life, and everything can help. Like the more awareness you are, the more you are sustainable in itself because you live uh, thinking what could be the consequence of what you you do. But today we don't want to talk about this, right? But we want to talk about um, perhaps another aspect, another benefit. That is really due to anxiety, right? So tell me also why do we, why do you think we have, um, we need to think about anxiety when we think about our planet? Yeah, uh, I think it also depends on on the people personalities. So I'm the person who is very passionate about many things, for example, environment, and I'm when I'm doing something, I'm all in. So that was with climate or environment information that when I started reading it, of course, like I had some knowledge before, but mm -hmm. I, I didn't pay maybe paying much attention to it or I had, you know, better things to do in my life then. But when I started to reading about it and reading about many things or watching TV, you know, like movies or, or like things about it and it it scared me. It scared me a lot that there is no future, that, you know, we, we can't do anything. And it's like just a little freaking out that, you know, that's, that's over. And then, and it was, of course, or maybe not, of course, but it was a little connected with having children, because mm -hmm. then I started thinking, what will we, you know, leave to future mm -hmm. generations? And I remember that it, it wasn't intentional, but I eventually came to, um, to meditation. So like mindfulness is not the same as meditation, because I would say that meditation is just, just a part and mindfulness is approach to life. If you could say such a, you know, distinction here. So when I came back after having my first child, I think someone told me about Pat that oh this is this guy who's doing this mindfulness sessions here and i was like what mindfulness it's like it's and then the way you started becoming anxious right <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh no i was before uh -huh. so and then 
you know, just started going for those sessions and interesting in the, but it was the beginning, just med mm -hmm. maybe those meditate guided meditations or just having this awareness. And it helped me a lot mm -hmm. in being in a moment and not overthinking the future. It doesn't mean that we need to, you know, forget about the future and just carpe diem and there is nothing else, but it helps be in a moment. It helps to stop and not thinking. And because, you know, like we, we are thinking many things yeah. very, very often so that it helps to, to be on ground, I would say. Mm -hmm. So in, in these terms, I think that mindfulness from one side is giving us the awareness because we mm -hmm. are mindful of what is happening, of our choices, what we can do, what we can't do. Mm -hmm. But then it's also helping us to be in a moment and to appreciate also what we already have. So mm -hmm. I I would say, I mean, we, I think we, we should distinguish that it's not about forgetting about the future because forgetting about the future yeah. is what we have been done until now, basically. Yeah. Not giving, not, not really caring about what is the the next right with the next uh, i don't care i just do my life and whatever it's after that fuck it right but uh, it is it's different it is what you mean is you are aware right of you know whatever consequence are of our nowadays actions um but you let those uh, anxious thoughts go refocusing on the present right is it yes yes you? correct Mm-hmm, exactly. Uh, I remember us, you know, doing lectures about, you know, the topic and coming in as speakers, mindfulness and sustainability. I remember you on the drop-in sessions, but I, I think like the biggest shift, Alicia, for you was during the six weeks or eight weeks we did finding peace in the frantic world. Uh, and then we, you know, we dive in a structured way into into how do you, you know, respond? How do you deal with these difficulties, these anxious feelings or these anxious thoughts, et cetera? And I'm really curious, you know, to, to learn more about how you're, how you're dealing with these thoughts or how are you dealing with these emotions? Because every time I go to one of your, you know, lectures or events or I hear something about the future of the environment or how we're going to be underwater, et cetera, you know, It'd be inhuman if those thoughts or those feelings didn't didn't arise. Right. So so what do we do? Yeah, so I think that the point is to focus on the things we can do, like the small ones, and also to admit that the change is inevitable mm -hmm. and it will be. So I think that we fear change. Um because it's a change and that's something normal. This is human that, that we have such feelings about the change. So um, I think like with practicing mindfulness, we can stop for a moment and think about our feelings also. Mm. And then, re I don't know if the relax is a good word here, but just to stop in this, you know, constant thinking and, and like mm. with this circle mm. and just think, okay, I can't do everything, 
I can just stop, appreciate what I have and what can be my next step. But also, I think it's super important in mindfulness on practicing mindfulness and those meditations, for example, is to breathe. Mm. That this is also connected with environment, but it's connected with our body. So like breathe is the life. And this is something we need to remember that people are saying that, yeah, but everybody is, they are breathing, but it's, it's intentional breathing, right? And it yeah. helps to calm us to, mm. to also set some, some structure, I would say, because if we are anxious about something and we are thinking that, okay, so like there is no future or there will be this problem and that problem, we, we are overwhelmed with it. So mm. this moment to stop and to think, okay, yes, in the future, it will be a little bit different, but it doesn't mean that it's the end of the world. So um, I, I really appreciate um, having those, you know, mindfulness practices. And I agree that this, and this course helped me a lot. And I also bought um, a book and was doing those mindfulness um, guided meditations by myself later on but I, I think that this structure really helps to have this mm -hmm. um path i would say yeah interesting so uh, well, what you i think this described as well might feel a bit far-fetched to some right if they don't have enough imagination right so for example if you are thinking okay the glaciers are uh, melting down yeah okay i've never seen even a glacier in my life so how can but think about the moment when uh, I, I think the, uh, there was the the first wave of COVID, right so many more people came to mindfulness classes because they were anxious that yeah. outside their window there was a deadly virus Right? And we didn't know how to deal with them. And that anxiety was much more real because it was very close to you. And by the way, COVID was one of the consequences as well of the climate change, right? So mm -hmm. uh, we know um, that that moment that you had a clear anxiety, how could you stay at home and not scream and be panicking or feeling bad? Um, it was what you say by using wisdom. Wisdom is knowing the moment and then thinking about it right okay can i do something now no i am at home is it dangerous if i stay at home even the planet is it the planet going to do something if uh, if i stay at home and i'm anxious probably not you're not gonna change anything in your in the planet whatever thing you do right the only way for you is to uh, live your life live your present and then do good actions to try to help out right wherever you can and this type of rational thinking is possible only if you are mindful, if you're there in that moment. Yeah. But what's... I think a big um, uh, and an important element also is th this is a problem, a challenge that we're dealing with, and we have to solve also rationally and conceptually. So. Yeah. We, we need to come together as a species. We need to, you know, create new technologies, solutions, et cetera. So it does create, require a lot of cognitive power. Mm -hmm. But in particular, when we are anxious or stressed or nervous, the brain isn't as rational 
isn't as logical, isn't as compassionate. Hmm. And we can, as Alicia was saying, we could fall into those those vicious circles or down those rabbit holes or in the, the hamster wheel, whatever you want to call it, and we can get stuck. And you can spend, you know, you could stay up all night or have this happen for, for weeks, years, et cetera, just being anxious thinking. So what's key, and Leila, you're, you're alluding to it, is being mindful. And that means bringing your attention to the present moment. Mm-hmm. And what could be really supportive, in particular, when those thoughts are racing, is coming to the body. Like the breath, Alitu was saying, or just the sensations in the body. So it can be in many situations more skillful to not first try to solve anxiety with thinking, but first, when you notice thinking, anxiety thinking, to come back to the body, to feel the feet, the breath, to move, to bring the attention to the body, because mm-hmm. that way the mind can calm down. You're not in the fight or flight mode. The chemical reaction subsides. And from the body, then you can again come back to those thoughts and solve from them. So it's a, it's a, it's a little shift, but I think it's so powerful in helping us regulate and go back to, to rational, compassionate thinking. Getting grounded. Yes. Yeah. I would uh, add one more thing about mindfulness and benefits in connection with environment Mm -hmm. that mindfulness helps or at least helps me to remember and to be in a moment that we are in the nature and that we are the nature. Because I think that in society, sometimes we have this um, um, dichotomy, is this the word, Mm -hmm. that here is nature and Mm. here is you know like human or our humans here and that it's totally different that we are up you know outside of the nature and it's not true because sometimes people may think that nature is only i don't know forest or green or something but no we are part of nature no matter if we live in the village or in a big city so mindfulness also helps here having this connection that it is all connected and we can't have this, you know, like wall between those things. And we need to be mindful about our choices mm-hmm. because that's, that's important. Nice. So mindfulness can help to deal with your own anxiety, right? That's, that's the point. And uh, but tell me a bit more, uh, Alicia, about um, any um, anything else that is kind of the mindfulness practice for you in your days, um, and how you are you know practicing regularly. Yeah, sure. So it depends on the day and on the needs. Mm-hmm. I think that very often I'm doing body scan mm-hmm. when I feel. Anxious, for sure, but also sometimes when I feel that things are overwhelming me, so then it helps to connect with myself and with my body. Then I also really like this technique, I don't know what's the name for it, but breathing from like counting to 10, counting to 9, counting to 8, and like on one 
exhale doing it. And one more technique that I'm using very often, but maybe not in connection with environment anxiety, more when my kids are arguing. It's um, breathing box technique. Mm -hmm. So as long as I see they are not killing themselves, I'm trying to do this technique and, you know, just have this pause and minute and it really helps me not to scream on them. So it, it helps in many different ways, not only with climate anxiety. So these are my favorite ones that I'm using very often. For, for who doesn't know breathing boxes, not that you put your head in a box and breathe there, but you breathe. The or same, scream. The, <laughs> scream, that's an option. But you breathe the same seconds um, uh, in, in and out. Equally. Right? Yeah. Equally, right? So four seconds in, four seconds pause, and four seconds out, for example. And this makes like an idea of a box because, you know, it's, its side is the same. And it's actually a very good solution in case of uh, stress or angry or, or anger or any, you know, strong emotion that is calming you down. Yes. Um, I'm curious, um, you know, if we're still building a little bit on anxiety, <clears throat> because both of you have kids. Um, mm. I don't have kids yet. I mean, I, I want kids. But when we're thinking about the future, you know, we're going to live maybe, I don't know, 60, 70 more years, uh, us. But the kids are going to live a lot longer, right? And we're sort of leaving the world in a worse place than when, than when we got it. And I was told once that the only exception to being anxious or being stressed if there's something wrong with your kids. Mm. So how, how do you two you not only manage like the climate anxiety, but knowing you know your little ones are in this like in this world? I think that it's important like to have this awareness what we can do and what we can't or like what on what we have influence or mm. on what we we don't and of course sometimes you will always have those feelings what if something happened or in in terms of the future that you said that we are leaving the planet or will be leaving planet in the worst condition that we we came in but it's like mindfulness helps me to to stop and think, mm -hmm. yeah, I recognize this thought, but I don't need to do anything with it in the future, like in terms of being anxiety uh, or, or being, you know, anxious about this feeling. I need to think if I can do anything about it, like, mm -hmm. for example, can I equip my kids with the knowledge about some things or like can I equip them uh, with proper behaviors because this is also important that we are thinking about what we can do but also very powerful is education how we teach our children to live in society what they need what they want so mm -hmm. this is also connected with mindfulness that we are mindful of our needs of the future of our actions and then if we are teaching our children that they don't need, I don't know, new phone each year mm. or any other things, we are helping them also to go and maybe change the world in the future. Mm. But it, it is sometimes like this, this feeling about the future and this anxiety. It, it is like without thinking, I would say. So then we can stop, breathe 
of course, and think what we can do about it. So that would be my perspective. Yeah. I mean, getting them aware of, uh, you know, the climate change in itself and how you live more sustainable, right? So even with the simple trash collection and, and separation uh, or, you know, how living with things and wishes that you have or might have, it's, it's the first step, right? Um, and then also making them aware that they, I mean, uh, we all, everyone, regardless if you have a you know, positive or negative uh, view of the future or how it could be, uh, nothing yet is defined. The future doesn't yet exist, right? So we know that something might happen, but it's not yet there. And we might have options that is not going to be uh, so you know, horrible as we think now or so great as we think now. Uh, but they need to be the players, right? They will be much more players than, than us. So maybe inspiring them to, uh, you know, to, to, to think that whatever they do now and whatever they will do in the future, it's going to impact, right? So um, this awareness is important. Meanwhile, I think everyone lives um, uh, also enjoying the present, right? So bringing your uh, thoughts to what you can enjoy now and... Uh, um, to not just hope for a you know better future, right? That's also the other option to say like you know maybe in the future is gonna be better. Not try to just enjoy now. Don't get an expectation. What is coming um, is gonna come, but just work now for what you have already. Right? And this mindset could help them to you know live with whatever situation you might have in the future. Um, and if the situation is not gonna be as beautiful as we had. Um, perhaps they will be more ready. Yeah, and I think that COVID showed it very well that mm. all our planning and all things that only thing we have is right now because the future, as you said, is not known and all our plans are, I would not say, you know, bad words here, but it's like, it, it can happen yeah. everything, right? So the only thing we have is the present moment, and we should be aware of that. So, Pat, uh, I know a big um. Or, or go ahead, uh, Lele. No, no, no. I, think, I just I, wanted. I think, to, I think we're on the same thing. I wanted you to close yeah. with uh, you know. So now, um, uh, the kit for anxiety with mindfulness. What should we do to close it up and and how to move on? Yeah. So, guess we've been doing this a while now, so <laughs> we're on the same page. Yeah, I wanted to. Uh, uh, I wanted to, to talk about an, an acronym for something, I guess, related to the environment, RAIN. The acronym is RAIN. And I think it's a really nice, you know, four-step process to support us when we're anxious or stressed or overwhelmed. Mm. And perhaps to make it more practical or real, maybe starting to bring to mind right now something that's causing you a little bit of anxiety or a little bit of stress or, or tension, thinking about the future or climate, nothing major on a scale of one to 10, maybe like a two or a three. And what we do first is we, we recognize. So the R stands for recognizing, you know, being aware, being mindful of what's actually happening right now. The, the thoughts that I'm having, the anxious thoughts, what's happening in the body. Maybe there's tension or 
you're closing off or tightness. Maybe it's a shitty feeling. Once we're recognizing, once we're out of autopilot and we're seeing clearly what's happening, we can accept it. This is the A, accepting. And this doesn't mean you're not going to take action later, but it's accepting the fact that I'm thinking this right now or feeling this right now or, or this is going on. Mm. There's a lot of power in just accepting. Once we've accepted, we can then, with this, you know, mindfulness is not just paying attention. It's also about how you're paying attention. So from the R to the A, we move into the I, which is investigate. Mm. So we're investigating now, you know, is this thought real? Is it true? Is it partially true? Is it just my imagination? Investigating how, how you're feeling. Where is this tension in the body? Where is anxiety most? Perhaps where it's stemming from. You know, if you start thinking about your kids, it's, it's not coming out of fear. If we dive deeper and investigate deeper, it's coming out of love. Mm -hmm. And once we've recognized and acknowledged and accepted, we investigate, we then move into uh, my preference for the end is, is to nurture, is to nurture ourselves, you know, is to act in kindness. It's tough what's happening. It's tough to be anxious. So treat yourself well. Nurture yourself with a, with a box breathing or a counting down or nurture yourself with some kind thoughts or with hugging a tree or a child, etc. Just like you nurture a plant, just like you nurture your child, you know, you, you want to give them the best. Mm -hmm. So when you're anxious, when you're overwhelmed, remember the rain to recognize, accept, investigate, and nurture. Nice. You're, are you anxious? Let it rain. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it on. Bring it on. Cool, cool. Thanks, Pat. So Alicia, how anything you would like to share with our audience before we close our podcast? Maybe just the breath is the answer to everything. Mm. Thank you. And thank you everyone for listening. Have a lovely mindful rest of the day and of the week. And uh, talk to you on another episode with another benefit of mindfulness. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Thank you.